Lopez's, wow, that's a, that's a big, uh, that's a mouthful right there. Uh, th- welcome to his uh, baby dedication. I want to ask you guys to stand up, please. We're going to do one song. And uh, the reason why I chose this song was when I was um, with Lukey for the first time, that week where Lukey uh, first came home, this was the first hymn that I heard. And uh, I remember thinking, this is going to be his hymn. Not just because it's a nice sounding hymn, but because of the words it says. You know, a lot of people want their kids to be doctors and lawyers, and that's cool. You know, that'd be great if Lukey was that. A lot of people want their kids to be successful, and that's actually a great thing. I want, my, I want Lukey to be successful. But above all those things, I want Lukey to love Jesus. I want Lukey to, to, to declare these words one day, the words that are in this uh, song. It's called, Be Thou My Vision.
just thank you for this day we thank you for life as we see in Luke God and we just pray that this uh, time together as family and friends would be blessed by your presence and that you would bless the meal we're going to partake in the time of blessing of the family that you would you would empower us God to support Ish and Robin and Lord their family here to raise Luke and that Lord all of us would uh, be blessed to be here and to leave out of here a blessing in Jesus' name, can everybody say amen? Amen. If you love Jesus, can you give him a hand clap today? Amen. You may be seated. Wow, this is very special. We don't do this much at Metro Praise. This is like a like a Sunday morning service right here for a baby dedication. you got to give it up to Ish and Robin. Can we just put our hands together to bless them? Amen. They make it official. They make it official. Normally we just have a little time of prayer in the service, but hey, this is a whole service dedicated to Luke. And how is Luke doing right now? Is he doing okay? Look at you all dressed up and everything. All right. Okay, I just want to share with you guys a few things about family. You know, as we're here today, and and Ish and Robin asked me to share, I, I felt, you know, let me share a little bit about family from the Word of God and some things that would encourage us today. Because I'm assuming you all love family, that's why you're here. Now let me ask you a question for those of you who love family. Do you base your values on the Word of God to raise your family and to have the kind of family that God wants you to have? Now the reason why this is important right now is because our worldview, how we see things, determines how we do things. Okay, So how we believe determines how we act, how we think determines how we act. As a man thinketh, so is he. So how you are in your worldview, let me just give this to you real quickly. A worldview is how you see the world around you, okay? We're not talking about if you're colorblind, you can't see the right colors. What we're talking about is ethically, how do you see the world around you? 
Now, what I would like to, to present to you today is that every one of us here that is either not insane or a psychopath, we are already all using a biblical worldview. You're already using it whether you believe it or not. Now, I'm just going to share that with you. It's my opinion. You're at the church. If you don't like it, you don't have to come to our church tomorrow. Uh, you can walk out during the middle of this. It won't bother me. We'll still eat and go on. But uh, just hear me out. Just give me a few moments here because I want to plant this in your mind. You're living in America, okay? By the way, if you didn't know, America is based upon Western civilized views, which came from the Bible, Judeo-Christian faith. Now, we're not here. I know we have Jewish family members here. I'm not here to, to really distinguish between Christians and Jews so much today. I want to actually just talk out of the Old Testament. So I should hear some, some amens from my Jewish friends today. Can I just hear amen right now? Amen. Somehow it's gotten controversial at a, at a family event here. But just hear me out because I think it's so important we, we think about these things as we're doing something like this because most people don't do things like this anymore. Most people don't want to raise their family in church, but they're borrowing the church's worldview. Let me give you an example. When you tell your children, thou shall not do something, do you really believe they shall not do it? Okay? When you say, I don't want you to do drugs, do you really want your children to obey that from you? Don't do drugs. You're borrowing that from a biblical worldview. Because if you don't have a biblical worldview about God and who God is, the children could say right back to you, well, that's just your opinion. That's just your opinion, Mom. That's just your opinion, Dad. I think I should be able to do drugs. Well, no, you shouldn't. Yes, I should. Well, who gets to choose what's right? Well, I'm your parent. So what? What does that mean anymore, right? You're my parent. So what? Authority doesn't mean anything. That's just a construct that people have come up with. So if we begin to say it's all just opinions... And the opinions are like armpits. People usually have two of them, and they usually what? Stink. Well, then there's no right or wrong. Let me give you an Old Testament proverb here. Proverbs 18.2. A fool finds no pleasure in understanding, but delights only in airing their opinions. Well, I think this. Well, I think this. Well, I think that. It may not be right for you, but it's right for me. And we begin to, to realize that we don't want to raise a family that way. Mom, drugs may not be right for you, but drugs are right for me. Who says? I say. Well, that's just your opinion, Mom. You see, the opinion game can go back and forth. And I know, don't know about you, but sometimes, you know, I get caught watching these shows. And I'm a little embarrassed that I do sometimes. I haven't watched a full episode of Jerry Springer lately, but, you know, every now and then it will catch me for a few moments. And when, you, and when you watch these type of these shows and they're exploiting human behavior, what do they say to the crowd? The crowd is booing them. How could you be in love with your cousin and be cheating on your cousin with your aunt at the same time? And, and just the crowd is booing. What is wrong with you? And then what do they say? Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. Who are you to tell me it's wrong? Do we want to hear that from our kids? Do we want our kids really to grow up and go, To hell with everything you say, mom and dad. To hell with it. It's just an opinion. I'm going to decide what's right for me. No, I don't want my children growing up that way. And by the way, hell is a literal place, so that wasn't a swear word. Literally, if they say, I want all your beliefs to be wrapped up in a little package and stamped and sent to hell because I don't want it, what do we say back to our children? You see, I think that we need to, those of us here who believe in values, we need to teach them where values come from. 
And values come from our Creator. God did not give us ten suggestions for a better life. Jesus, God, and, and, and His prophets gave us commandments. It's not thou shalt maybe every now and then. No, thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not steal. How about this? How many parents here really want their children to succeed and go further in life than you ever did? Right? Most of us, we all say, where, where, where I have built a ceiling in life, I want that to be my children's floor. And that's where I want them to start. I want them to do double what I did. Do you ever think about what that worldview means if God's not in the picture? Have you ever saw about how big our universe is? Let me just give you an understanding of this. I was watching uh, Stephen Hawking's On the Universe, okay? We live in a solar system. i got to take my time here because I'll get confused because I'm not a scientist, okay? So you all just track with me here. And if you're a scientist, be nice to me right now, okay? We live in a solar system, okay? This is the solar system we live in. has, you know, a couple planets, seven, eight planets in it, okay? That solar system is based around a star in a galaxy we call the Milky Way galaxy. Everybody tracking with me? Okay. One star makes our solar system some planets in the Milky Way galaxy. Do you have any idea how many stars there are that form solar systems in our galaxy alone? Around 100 billion stars. So get this in your mind. We are in one solar system out of a 100 billion in one galaxy called the Milky Way galaxy. Now, do you have any idea how many galaxies there are in the known universe? Over 200 billion. You think it really matters if they get a better job than you, mom or dad, just for the 70 years they're here as a speck of dust? Do you think it really matters in the legacy that you're trying to leave on this little speck of dust out of a billion solar systems, out of a billion galaxies? Do you think it really matters? You know the reason why life matters to us? is because somewhere on the inside of us, we believe there's life after this life. We really believe that. Even though some, you know, those atheists, they can be ornery at, at times. But even if you watch the way they live, when you watch the way that they live, they don't live like an atheist. They live like somebody who believes that there is a life after this. Let me give you an example. When you look to Proverbs 10:7, listen to what this writer says. The memory of the righteous will be a blessing, but the name of the wicked will rot. Think about the legacy you leave here for maybe 70 years, 100 years. Let me challenge you with something right now. How far back can you even remember the legacy of your own family? Go to your grandparents. Can you name both of them? That would be four names. Can you go to your great-grandparents? Name eight names. I'm not talking about cheating on one of those family trees they have right now. Can you go to the third generation after that? Can you go to 16 names? You see, you and I, we can't even remember. I don't even know the full names of my great-grandparents. That means roughly about 100 years, memories are forgotten. And yet we feel that we need to do something meaningful here. Why is that? Because God put that in us. And let me just share something with you. We'll be in heaven living a lot longer than we will on this earth. And that's where the memory will go on. 
You see, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, then your memory is going to end when you die, and you'll suffer forever eternally in hell. I mean, that's what the Bible says. And you don't want to do that because you don't live like that now. But if you know Jesus and you live for Jesus, though your memory here 70, 80 years, it will be forgotten. It will be remembered forever in eternity. Let me leave you with these words right here. Then we're going to pray for the Lopez family. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And he will make your path straight. Can I just encourage everybody here today to live really like how you believe and to put your faith in God? Because really on the inside, every parent here, all the children, I got two here running around. That's mine right there in the pink. She's doing something. We don't know what she's doing. And then I got another one in the womb, baby Lucas. We got a Luke, and then we have a Lucas. Let me just say this without Christ, it's all meaningless. Because 70, 80 years on a speck of dust don't count for a whole lot. But if you know on the inside, your life is worth more than that. You're going to live after this life. And you're going to be somewhere for eternity. And what do you want that memory to be? I hope that you want that memory to be that mom and dad were people of God. And that they loved the Lord. And they raised up their children in the way that they should go so that when their children were old, they would not depart. And so having said that, can I now pray for you guys, Ish and Robin? Would you come up with Luke and would you bring up uh, the godparents here, Andrew and Lauren and baby Oli? As they come, would you give them a hand clap right now? Come on, let's just thank you, welcome them. This is so official, so official right now. <laughs> oh, look at this beautiful family right here. This is the picture. This right here is the picture of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is based upon mothers and fathers raising children. Family. When God identified himself to us, he identified himself as a father. When God identified the love that he has for his people, he identified that as a mother. When he talks about who we are in relationship to him, he calls us children. When he speaks about the church, he calls himself the groom. The church is the bride. What a picture of God's love. And today, Luke is such a beautiful baby. Look how beautiful he is. I want to read to you one of the most popular scriptures for raising children. But today I would ask that God would speak it to you fresh. Train a child in the way he should go, Proverbs 22, 6. And when he is old, he will not depart. Train Luke up in the ways of God. Teach him that life is more than, about, more than just about material things and what a person has. That life is about love, loving God and loving people. Let him know if he falls down, he can get back up. And that if friends turn their back on him, You'll never turn your back on him, and God's a friend who will never leave him or forsake him. Remind him all the days of his life that even if he gets old and gray, that he will still always be God's child. And that even though mom and dad may not always be on the planet with him, that they will be waiting for him in heaven. 
Let's remind Luke of that today as we pray. Amen. Father, I thank you today for Luke. He's such a precious life. Lord, the beginning of his life is just right now in his, in his parents' hands, his mother's hands. Mom and dad are holding his future. And God, I pray they mold his future with care and tenderness, love and admiration and respect for who he is going to be. That, Lord, they'll choose the right path for him when he can't make a choice for himself. And, Lord, when it comes time to making his own choices, that, Lord, they'll help guide and steer him in the direction that they know is best. And one day when he becomes an adult and starts his own family, that they will be able to see all that they have sown into him come to fruition, to bear fruit. Because, God, you said when they train him right, when he is old, he will not depart. And I thank you today for Robin as his mother, Ishmael, for his wonderful father, Andrew and Lauren, for the godparents, God, for his his cousin, his cousin, God, Oli, and for the other cousins that are here and other uncles and grandparents and all that are here, that God, he will have love in this world beyond what we can even imagine, that, Lord, you will just pour it on him that he'll never feel alone. And God, we just speak into his future right now that as he bears that middle name, Ignatius, God, that he will be a disciple for you. God, even in the midst of a generation that's turned their back on you. And like Luke, who was a follower of Paul, that he will follow the teachings of the apostles all his life. Bless him with health. Bless him with prosperity. And let this day be in honor of him, God. And all the birthdays that come after it, we appreciate your gift. We're thankful for your gift of Luke to us. In Jesus' name. If you're thankful that God gave us baby Luke, can you just thank the Lord right now? Amen. God bless you, aunts and uncles and grandparents and friends and family. We're going to now enjoy some food and fellowship together. Hang out. Enjoy yourself. This concludes our dedication of Baby Luke. Thank you. You are, you are dismissed to fellowship and the food will be served in the back. You can stand, you can stay here and keep staring at me or you can begin to Make your way towards the back to have some good food. Wonderful. Thank you. You can come tomorrow to do that, 9 and 11 a.m.